folks, my name is Girish Bally, the host for Back to Basics, another Back to Basics for another week. Today, we're going to talk to you to a person. He's a former NFL. He's a yoga practitioner. We'll get into all this stuff as to why that that phase happened and what it takes to be a yoga person. <laughs> so let's talk to Sean and, and Sean will tell us all the details about it. So Sean, how are you? And thanks for coming to Back to Basics. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and uh, and uh, and speak with you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you again. So before we get into the basics of who you are, what you are, and why yoga, uh, what does back to basic mean to you? Yeah, but back to basics means to me just you know keeping things as, as simple as possible in, in in a world that that that's really complicated. You know, just um, you know my my journey to becoming a yoga teacher was was something that I made very complicated, uh, you could say in terms of like my, my football journey where, um, you know, I overtrained. And one of the reasons why I overtrained is for me, I always thought the more I had, the more I trained, um, you know, the more successful I, I, I would be. But, you know, over time, you know, one of the big lessons I've learned is like, it's, it's, it's you know, life, life isn't about that, having, having more, it's, it's keeping things simple. So that would be what it would mean for me yeah yeah sean thank you again for for coming on the show and and supporting me here so let me ask you this is this a a new trend that athletes are getting into yoga because they want to be fit or they want to come to a different terms of life or what is their thought process when when they do that can you explain that a yeah. little yeah, that, that this is a, this is an awesome question. Actually, this is this is like a really hot topic right now among a lot of athletes and and and, and also in the yoga meditation mindfulness world. So um, I, I think if if you go back to to the mid '90s, um, the Chicago Bulls they started doing yoga. Um, the, the coach at the time, who they nicknamed the, the the Zen Master, he he had them do yoga or excuse me meditation. But at the time, most of that meditation was just focused on. Um, uh, like performance, um, you know, how could, how they could be more focused, how they could, they could block out distractions, but now it's growing well beyond that, where the, 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 the need athletes are seeing that there's a need beyond using yoga, meditation, mindfulness, and the performance, but also how do they, how do they deal with their, their day-to-day -day lives? How do they, how do they deal better, um, with their relationships, uh, their, their mental health? And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, um, exploding. You're seeing a lot more former athletes once their career is over, either get involved with meditation and mindfulness just as a practitioner. And now there's more and more that are doing, taking the similar path that, that I did about 20 years ago, which is, which is also teaching uh, mindfulness, yoga or meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you again. So do you think, and I'm going to get to your story also, if you don't mind, but, but I want to ask this one question. Um, do you think that the world is getting too fast that we need to focus on ourselves first or do you think that the athletes are getting into a competitive world and competing with others and they want to make sure that they are grounded to be successful in their own field does that make sense yeah absolutely i i, I would say it's a, it's a combination of both the, the, the way most athletes are, are training now at, at a very young age, they are going into specialization, you know, so up until maybe 20 years ago, it was much more common where um, athletes would play multiple sports, 
and but now you have um, every sport now has these very very competitive travel teams where you can play them year round um, you know for, for thousands of dollars and it's you know it's, sports in some ways has become even more exclusive and so what's happening is these athletes at, at young ages of 9 10 11 they're on these very competitive teams they're 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 overtraining they're seeing overtraining injuries as, as young as like 12 now repetitive use injuries and so it's not just a physical but it's also they're feeling the pressure at a much younger age so instead of like you know just playing their sport for fun and like in, in a recreational league you know they're already playing in competitive leagues at young ages and so this is this is starting to really get into their to their nervous systems at very young age and so young ages and you're seeing a lot of athletes now by the time they're 18 19 mm. they are they're burnt out physically and or mentally and and or emotionally as well yeah yeah thank you again so basically we're we're not saying only professional uh, athletes we're even talking uh you know elementary middle school and and high school folks too right and colleges obviously yeah absolutely it's it's starting at a r really young age you know so there could be you know you could be 12 years old now and you could play baseball from january 1st that's to right december 31st um which was unheard of uh years ago but yeah so they, they can be completely in it and then you have the element now you know of of the parents you know is is it is this is this the kid's dream to be a you know to get a college scholarship or, or 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 is it the parents so there's there's that element of what as well yeah 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 thank you thank you again sean for explaining that because i i think this is a new world that we're living in uh in your case a new world for the last 20 years because that i think has pivoted over but i think uh it has been more on the light line uh lately i'm not sure it's because of uh you know the crisis that we've been in for the last couple of years or maybe we're just coming to a point that we just need to go back to basics and and try to understand the psych analysis of that so thank you again for sean for explaining that so sure let me let me ask you this when did you start uh being a player and and which team did you play for and and let's let's talk about you if that's okay with you yeah yeah for sure yeah i i started playing sports at at, at age eight played soccer uh, basketball baseball all the different sports but um kicking kicking footballs it was was what i was best at so i eventually uh walked on to the university of pittsburgh um where i had uh you know some, some success there and then luckily because of my success there i signed with the detroit lions and then i bounced around the nfl so um, i went from the detroit lions to the indianapolis colts to the uh, new york jets and then i finished my career over in nfl europe for for scotland so my, my career wasn't anything like a like a tom brady for sure but uh my my career was more more typical of, of what a lot of athletes go through where they're just just kind of bouncing around through the nfl where they have a job one day and a couple months later they're they're asked to clear out their locker <laughs> yeah 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 so thank you thank you again because you know it's a it's a tough world and as i said earlier i mean it's more competitive uh when it comes to those type of fields so thank you again for that and then you had a little surgery uh you know and and some crisis happening there can you explain that and then then slowly you got into yoga right after that so explain that if you don't mind yeah, sure. My career ended prematurely, essentially, because I just, I, 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 I trained so hard. I, I would, I would train for hours kicking the football when you know, my body can only take so much. I probably should kick for 30 minute sessions, but I would have like these two hour marathon sessions where I just want to get better and better. So what happened was at, at, at the age of 25, my, my hip degenerated. Um, 
so the, the muscle was, was essentially the, the hip flexor, excuse me, was, was essentially like, like gone. And that was just from, from overtraining. So it, it, just like many athletes for me, like my career ended, um, like not on my own terms. So I had a very difficult time like dealing with that. So you know, I had the physical injuries, but also the, the whole, like, um, I guess you could say the crashing of my identity, like, like now what? So you know, quite often we see these athletes, they hang on, they hang on, they hang on, you can see them physically deteriorating, but they, but they, they, they hang on because I think for similar reasons that I did, because I just didn't know what else was out there. Nothing else could, I, I thought could give me the, the, the joy or the passion that I had hmm. uh, playing football. Cause that's what I did for 17 years of, of my life. Hmm. So luckily for me, um, my, my wife was, was really into yoga. She was, um, like a pioneer here in Pittsburgh. She was teaching yoga long before there was like yoga studios or anything. Um, and so she got me into it. I, she tried to get me into it while I was playing football. She said it would help my back, but I didn't listen to her because at the time, you know, football teams weren't doing yoga or meditation. That That's was right. just considered, you know, not masculine or, you know, or, or, or what have you. So, but I felt like I had nothing to lose. So I started practicing yoga when, when I had that, when my career was over and, Luckily, it, you know, within a handful of months, it, my, my back was, was, was much improved. And, and then also my, my, my mental and emotional state was much better. Instead of like looking back at my career with regret, it was doing all the yoga and the meditation and having some time to quiet my mind, which I think up to that point, I never really did because I was always so goal focused. Um, that's what really hooked me on yoga because I, 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 I become a teacher because not only what it did for my body, but also for my mind. And that's what you know, drove me to, uh, to share that with other people. Yeah, teach yeah. It. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you again uh, for that, Sean, for explaining that, because that, that was a, a tough uh, uh, transition uh, for you. So thank you again for explaining that. It was not easy to explain that in uh, when, when you go personally go, going through that. So thank you again for that. Amazing Yoga and Point After. Now, I think those are the two books that we're, we're going to talk about. And where do these names come from? I mean, obviously, amazing yoga means amazing yoga. That's kind of obvious. But point after, how did that happen? Yeah, the, the, the point after came from the, 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 the idea of, of the book is to show that there was more to life in the NFL and that what I learned along the way. And so for me, I always thought like, my life would be happy when I'm in the NFL and I'm, I, I got this long career and so forth. Um, when I was playing in the NFL, um, it was my, my first, my first year, actually, I ran into a football player there. Um, a fellow player, his name is, um, uh, Barry Sanders, who's now in the, in the hall of fame. One night I came in after, after, uh, being out with the bars with the other rookies doing what all the rookies do. And I was telling him about my concerns about being cut. And he said, Hey, whatever you remember about your, your NFL journey is that there's, there's more to life than the NFL. And I was only, um, I guess, 23 at this time. And so I didn't, I, I didn't quite comprehend what he was trying to tell me because for me, I, I didn't see that. But that's, that's really where like the point after came in because my, I only scored one point in the NFL and it was, it was the point after. So you score a touchdown, I go out there and I kick the point after. And so I kind of combined, you know, the, 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 the message that this other player gave me that I didn't listen to at the time with my, my point after and, and to show that like, you know, the NFL is just really, there's so much more to that, that, uh, you know, and then the hope was in writing the book is that anyone who reads it, whether they're a football player or not, just, you know, we all struggle, I believe at some time, like with our identity and our passion would, 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 uh, would relate to the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again for, uh, you know, hopefully I'll, I'll grab that book and start understanding, 
uh, you know, the psychoanalysis as to how that process happened uh, for you uh, and then how that name came up, too. Was that a name actually came by accident or do you think the book comes first? And I ask this question to most of the authors that I've uh, talked to on the show. Uh, there are different answers and different processes for everybody. What was your process? Do you think the essay came first or the book came first or the title? Oh, wow, such a great question. But my, if my kids were around right now, they, they would be laughing at this because I would sh throw different titles at them so often and then they would, you know, make fun of the titles or so forth. But yeah, for the, for the longest time, it wasn't even called The Point After, it was called something else. Um, yeah, it, and it, I think looking back, I look at the, the, the initial title as just like a, like a placeholder. But yeah, the, the more I wrote, then, then, it, then, then, the, then the title just kind of, kind of appeared, so to speak. Um, like, so it got changed multiple times. Actually, the, the, um, the subtitle got changed maybe just like a month before it had to be published. So yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I've read different like best practices on this and some say have the title first and then that'll help guide you through, but then some say just write the book and then the title will appear. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was kind of a combination of both. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you again. And I think that it sounded like that more of a joke uh, within your family as, as what the titles were. Do you have like the top three funny ones that uh, you want to share as to what the titles should have been? Yeah. Well, I like could have been, I should say. The one I wanted was like the kicker because it was just like, just plain and I thought like I could do a play on the words and the kicker, but they, they're just like, the, the, there's like, what is that about? And so, um, uh, there, there was actually more of the jokes were about like, like, like the book, um, cover. Cause we would have all these different options for the book cover. And I would just keep texting them, which one do you like, which one do you like? And then I would send them to the publisher and then they would change it anyway. So it was just, this is something that went on for a month. The whole like process with working with the publisher was just, was, was, rather chaotic yeah so i'm uh, you know the the way you're explaining your story and what you have gone through and what the athletes are doing now for the yoga stuff i think uh point after is uh, is the right title i think so thank god for that so thank you again for that so now uh, can we talk about yoga i mean yoga is more uh more physical or is it more mental or is it more more what i mean what is your answer to that yeah great question i the way we teach it is is a physical practice because we find for a lot of people here that's that's what draws them into it but our hope is 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 when we teach it you know is that that you know, someone gets something more out of it than than the physical hmm. and and you know my wife and i had similar backgrounds she was a former dancer um, I was a former football player. So for us, you know, we, we discovered that there was more than physical. So we just feel like if we, if we, we share our experiences, maybe not like in a specific way saying like, Oh, you know, why we're teaching class, oh, why I play football, this happened, but more just about like the generalities of it. Um, our hope is that, that people can take more out of it, but, but we also look at it a way that everyone takes out of it, something different and personal for them. Like for some people, maybe, you know, they just discover when they practice yoga, they become more patient. Some mm. people discover they become um, uh, uh, less reactive. And so we, we know that just the yoga practice itself, reminding people to breathe and focusing on the present moment, that, that everyone's going to experience something beyond a, a, a physical a physical experience. Yeah, yeah. So thank you again. So let me let me ask you this. And, 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 and 
uh, don't take it in the wrong way, but when when humans, they go through a rock bottom phase, and it happens to everybody, this is not just you, uh, we tend to look for answers, like, for example, meditation, yoga, uh, fitness, you know, uh, you know, making sure that we're thin, we eat properly because we get cholesterol problems, BP problems, and whatever other problems that we can think of, right? Why do we have a tendency to think about these things to, when we go to the rock bottom? Why can't we do that day to day? What are your thoughts on that? No, that that's great. Well, it, it, it's it's funny they mentioned it because I was just talking to uh, my wife about this the other day. Um, is that I think that there's not enough emphasis on on practices such as yoga, meditation, mindfulness. That's more of a, a preventative versus, like you said, the, the other way around. And so, um, you know, that's how I've I've discovered it, that that is the best way for me to look at my my own personal meditation practice. Like if if I just use it, like oh, I'm having a really rough day and my mind's all busy, I'm going to meditate. Sometimes that meditation doesn't go so well. But if I look at it more like as like a discipline, I'm going to like meditate every day to as, as something to help me cope with something that comes up later i find that it just seems to be in a, in a in a healthier space but i think it's just it's it's just looking at it a different way like i read somewhere that um you know 90 percent of visits to the uh to, to our to our doctors to the physicians is is from stress and um but or comes from is, is rooted from stress but you know most of our our working out is is very physical Hmm. And, but we don't do very much, you know, to take care of the mind. So if 90% of disease comes from stress, you know, why are we, you know, maybe we're looking at this whole fitness thing and, and you know, upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you again, Sean. So at least uh, my understanding is that we're both on the same page when it comes to mindfulness and, and making sure that stress is one big, huge killer to everybody that we need to focus on ourselves and be mindful and, and be straight on, on that part. Am I, am I right on that? 100%. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Sean, thank you again. Now, one one last question, if you don't mind. I You have done a whole bunch of sports, and now you're doing yoga. Do you, do you actually think that you're going to go back to sports again, or do you think that yoga is the, the way to go for, for the next five more years for your life? Yeah, I'm, it, it's, it's funny to ask that because I just – um, my interest in sports has definitely uh, declined. And I think it was because for so often, you know, for many, for, for many years I was in the sports world and I just, I always thought it was just such an important thing, but now, you know, you know, I'm 50 now and just looking at things, I just look at things much differently. That's more about health, wellness, taking care of ourselves. And so for me, I'm just hundred percent into the yoga and meditation. And I, I do spend a lot of time, um, working with athletes and teaching them yoga and meditation. And I certainly try to help them physical because that's what they always want at first. Like, how does this help me uh, not get injured as much playing, playing my sport? Or how does this help me focus more so I can you know, make more free throws if I'm a basketball player? So I'll help them with that. But I also try to, you know, throw out some tools and skills that can help them like beyond that, because, you know, I know now that, at their age, I felt like my career would never end. And a lot of them think the same way. They think they're going to be playing that sport until they're 30, 35, 40 years old, but it's going to end for them <laughs> much sooner than later. So just helping them have some mindfulness skills that they can, that they, that, that, that they, they can use once their career ends and in, in, in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you again, Sean. Uh, and before you leave today, uh, how was your journey on back to basics and 
how do you feel right now after this show has kind of slowly come to the end and do you have any quick last words for all my listeners today mm. yeah well i i feel um i feel inspired you know just speaking with you and, and these questions are something that are just like so um i think so important you know it, it, for me like it's so easy to just get all caught up in, in the rush of the day just to like sit down with you today and just kind of pause and and get some introspection here this 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 was this was fantastic so yeah i really appreciate the time that uh you allowed me here to, to, to speak with you yeah absolutely sean thank you again for coming on the show and and uh, making this brighter and, and supporting me on next week's episode on back to base outside of getting alone um i think i would have been better off two or three years better off yeah uh i mean there's a lot of people that i know uh that that they just paid off uh, their student loan after 20 years. Uh, oh. There there has been people that they paid off in three years. There has been uh, people who have been paid off in 10 years. So I, I think the reason why I say that, and, and different, there are different, different ones, right, is because I guess spend more, uh, live better, and easier life. I'm